0: This is the Intuitive Hour. Awaken your inner voice. I'm your host, Michelle Beltran. Thank you all for being here today. We are reconvening after a few weeks off and starting 2019 with a fresh batch of wonderful episodes. I'm real excited about what's ahead and uh, to begin we are uh, launching a question and answer episode that we'll offer from time to time perhaps as much as monthly depending on the feedback from you all i've been receiving a number of questions from those of you reading my book take the leap or beginning in the middle or at the veteran level of your intuitive development. I've uh, been receiving questions about your uh, momentum and growth and psychic development and mediumship and all things uh, metaphysical. And so I'm taking some time now to put all of your questions on to episodes. Be sure that you're following my newsletter and that you're also following our social media on Facebook and Instagram. This is where I am receiving questions that everyone has to potentially put on an episode. I would love to hear from you and receive your question. So today's episode is dedicated to this first new series. Again, the questions and answers episode of the Intuitive Hour. And we're going to start today by answering an important question of what exactly being psychic means. So so simple, uh, perhaps on some level, uh, but yet so complicated on others. <laughs> so the real skinny, the very simple skinny on this, a very important question, by the way, is that a psychic person recognizes the supernatural, if you will, capabilities of the mind and they work to expand on that ability. They may seek to develop their abilities, whatever they are, clairvoyance, mediumship, remote viewing. They work to develop those abilities which lie outside the realm of our physical science, our earthly understanding. And, that, and therein lay the key. The abilities that we have as a psychic or medium, whatever the modality, is beyond our understanding, logical explanation, physical science. They are powers and abilities that function outside the domain of what we would call natural laws. Psychic ability involves skills to interpret, discern, report on various events or information or data received to you through your senses and that cannot be acquired within the sphere again of that physical science. A wonderful question that sometimes seems a little simplistic. I wanted to be sure to include that in the episode today. And the next question I thought that was very unique and interesting uh, that was also asked in a book review uh, recently done by Spirituality and Health magazine, and that was the difference between uh, being psychic and being intuitive. So I want to first, before I describe the difference, is be very clear to you that most people do not know this difference and so when they say psychic or intuitive they really mean the same thing but it's such a great great question and there is a difference so i want to talk to you now about what that is okay so if you have had and and most of us have (laughs) if you had a gut feeling that turned out to be true or a, a sudden impulse or sense to do or not do something, and later discovered you maybe should have listened, you were using that intuitive insight. And by the way, we are all endowed with this. Everyone has it. It's a gut sense. Uh, To expand on that, uh, and to be a little bit more specific, let's say you had a sense or a knowing that a particular person is going to call or call was going to call and or knock at the front door, uh, that's you accessing intuition, that sense of, hmm, I have this feeling about that. Similarly, perhaps on a whim, you decide to take a different route to work one day. And in, in so doing, later you learn you avoided a, an accident or some kind of a delay on the roadway. Your intuition was in full force in that decision. Perhaps you you know what your spouse, your child, or your friend is going to say before they speak one word. Here, you're also tapping into intuition. You can think of intuition, again, as a gut sense, a hunch, or a knowing that you have about some things, someone, some event. Once again, everyone is intuitive, and this ability is always available to you. Okay, in turn, psychic ability is actually very similar to intuition. Uh, It's really not different at all. And it may help you to think of being psychic as merely adding a layer, another layer onto intuition. By this, I mean that being psychic, by being psychic, you are deciding to deepen, hone, uh, further develop your intuition. Okay. Uh, and, And how do you do this? How do you hone it? How do you develop it? Well, you first pay attention to those nudges and hunches, right? That intuition, you notice that. And next, you make that conscious effort to develop the skill. So being psychic is merely the deliberate and conscious choice to not only use, but pay attention to and then develop your intuition. More specifically, Okay, wonderful. I hope that clears some information up for many of you. All right, moving on. I've, I've been asked about critics and skeptics and uh, uh, this notion of do we trust psychic abilities? And so I thought that too was a wonderful question. And I would say that skepticism is an absolute plus, not a negative. I encourage it. I invite it. I welcome it. And you should too. Uh, it's a very tall order to expect someone to embrace the notion that there are phenomena in this world beyond our conscious minds and understanding. And psychic functioning is indeed beyond our logical minds within the realm of unexplained, so to speak. So naturally, this will bring doubt, fear, and even uh, uh, the skeptic. I like to say that a bit of healthy skepticism goes a very long way towards ensuring psychic functioning and any related modality are accountable, responsible, and your skepticism will even improve your accuracy in a development setting in terms of intuition and psychic momentum. Okay, moving on to question four. What are the signs of characteristics of someone who would make a great candidate for psychic development or training. And I appreciate this question very much. And I always will say on this kind of question, no matter what, everyone has the ability. There really are no exacts. There's no yes or no. There's no perfect path or right line. Uh, and uh, But we do know, uh, after, after I want you to be all, all very clear that anyone can be psychic that there are some similarities and some characteristics that those who are choosing to enhance their ability may express these are typically uh, people or I notice they are students who are who, who seem to have a sense about what's going to happen before it happens just that as we spoke about a bit, a bit ago they're in tune to that intuition a sense, a knowing. They are those who appear to uh, also, though, go about their lives in, in unique and different ways. And so by that, I mean, um, what I tend to know this, and you may as well about people who have an intuitive sense, that they pay particular attention to that inner voice. And they listen to that urging. They don't just, they don't just hear it they pay attention to it, they honor it, they listen, they respond to it. So that would be, you get a sense about not to take that way to work, and then you don't do it. So they're listening. They also pay attention to their bodies. Um, they're very in tune with their physical body in and out, and messages and information received uh, through their physical body space, understanding that the body can be a vehicle and a, a, a a receptive sort of container if you will for messages and insight that would be the gift of clairsentience by the way which means clear uh, clear feeling they also tend to make time for solitude to take advantage of opportunities to contemplate the mysteries of existence researching and learning about the otherworldly and what's beyond us having a sense that there is something beyond us also, those learning to enhance their psychic and intuitive abilities often are very creative and cherish that creativity. Notice two things. They are creative, but they also use it and, and cherish it and have a sense of its depth of meaning. And they put time into feeding that creativity through whatever it is for them, music, dance, arts, writing. All of this is very, um, that creative space is a, also a channel, if you will, to receive intuitive information and insight. Also, those learning um, to expand their ability will observe uh, most things around them uh, very clearly, very engaged with it. And th- there's an attempt to make sense of what's around them and what they see. They are drawn to finding the truth in others and in the world around us. And finally, they pay attention to their dreams. There's a knowing that truth and discerning and learning, spiritual evolution and involvement, guidance, can be found in the dream space, in spirit world, as well as our physical world. Excellent, excellent question. I appreciated that. And uh, our last question today, um, what is the first essential step to take in honing your clear abilities? Or in my book, Take the Leap, I refer to them as sense abilities. This would be our clairvoyance, clair- uh, uh, which is clear seeing, or our claircognizance, which is clear knowing, these sensibilities that we have. So my response to this would be that uh, connecting uh, with that higher self or your senses or your sixth sense and even the spirit world requires the use of the, the senses of taste and touch and smell, hearing and sight. That's how we access information. These senses are the doorway through which you will connect with your intuitive psychic self. So through this, you will then take your, your physical senses to a, a higher spiritual level. We, I would call this a heightened kind of sensing. Our uh, psychic sensibilities can come in many forms. And the development, uh, remember, that of any psychic ability, I will remind you, takes time and energy. So this isn't all a snap. Uh, But the doorway to it is through these abilities and saying hello to them, recognizing them, beginning to make a conscious choice and set an intention to open up to them. Uh, The first thing uh, that I would suggest is uh, some formal training. I've got a number of meditations, by the way, guided meditations for any one of these sensibilities. That will be a fantastic step one if you're interested. They're here on the Intuitive Hour. But in addition to that, I would simply say to start this journey by taking time to increase your awareness about everything around you. Uh, I like to teach my students developing um, uh, disability and wanting to tune in to, you know, take that first step. Uh, I, I encourage them to take what I call a sensory field trip, and this is essentially a time when uh, you're practicing awareness through all your senses. You go to a zoo, to the woods, to a a local farmer's market, and really take some time to notice everything there. In 30 or 40 minutes, what is it you hear? Tune into your your ears. What is it you smell? Sometimes when we smell something, we also then, it invites a, a sense of taste in our mouth because those two senses are so closely connected even though you're not eating anything there's a sense of taste that does come forward what is that Um, is there temperature what are you hearing a really give notice about uh, everything that's around you through all of your senses that we typically rarely take notice of actually we just go about our day and not even noticing these things on a smaller level you can do this by simply washing the dishes or doing laundry Really be in that five minutes of doing that event. W- washing dishes, what does the water feel like? What's the temperature? What's, what's, what are you washing? Is it smooth? What's the texture of it? As you're washing, what are you hearing? What does the water sound like as it's coming out of the faucet? Really be in an intention focus, focus space with all of your senses for that event. Look everywhere, feel everything, textures, notice colors, sensations, temperatures, smells, handle things. Notice the weight and temperature of what you're holding. All of these things ask your, your uh, tune into and ask your, connect with your higher self with. Okay, are you feeling anything inside or outside of your body? The sensory field trip is that very uh, simple but profound first step that's telling all of your senses to wake up. You're saying hello to it. And the moment that you set that intention and create that focus, your subconscious must listen to you. These abilities must then begin to open okay so this sensory field trip is going to help you access your sensibilities such a wonderful question it is step one and uh, you'll get a good sense of what your innate talents are in doing this you might notice you have uh, you're more clairvoyant which means clear vision uh, you have that ability more broadly open that you tend to use than you do perhaps some um, aliens, which is that gift of smelling Uh, Understand that each of these uh, sensibilities is a complementary tool. It's available to you at all times. You simply must just say yes to it and give it intention and attention to it. All right, everyone, some wonderful questions today. I hope you've enjoyed this question and answer segment. We will continue in similar episodes like this. Again, as always, any questions or comments, please email mbeltran at michellebeltran.com. It's a pleasure to have you here with me again today, and I'm looking forward to some wonderful Intuitive Hour episodes for the 2019 year. Have a great rest of your week, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Intuitive Hour with Michelle Beltran. If you like what you heard, please share our podcast with a friend and be sure to visit michellebeltran.com to get Michelle's popular Develop Your Clairvoyance eBook.